What is up, podcast listeners? Thank you for giving me a few moments of your day to listen to this podcast. This is the Matt Baxter Show. I'm your host, Matt Baxter, and this podcast is about purpose, passion, and calling. Super stoked to have you as a listener because we're going to dive into some awesome, intense stories about people who are going through this journey of this thing called life, and we're all just figuring this out together. But seriously, you're giving me a little bit of your time, and I want to make sure it's valuable and worthwhile. So have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was getting this podcast off the ground, we first started as the Wedgecast, evolved into the Matt Baxter Show. There was a lot of questions that we had, like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show in all the different places like Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, Zencaster, all these different places. And yet it just seemed very, very complicated. But the simple thing for us as we began to navigate the waters is the answer to every single one of these questions, questions excuse me, was really simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Yeah, free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise in your podcast. That means you can get paid podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, making money. Okay, it's sweet. It's easy. It's not a big cheap plug on an ad, but it's just simple and easy to use. So for us, it's one of the best parts about it is we can do it entirely remote or in studio. So you can record, you've got that really, really high, you know, high in the sky person that you're going to have as a guest on your podcast. You got to do it remote. Anchor is easy to use. You got people who are willing to come to your studio, your house, your office, wherever you're recording it. Boom. Anchor. Love it. Simple, easy, simple and easy to use. So if you ever want to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear your podcast. Yo, yo, Wedgecast listeners, it's your host, Matt Baxter. I'm hanging out with Davin Salvano, who is one of the perfect guests for the Wedgecast because the idea behind the Wedgecast is purpose, passion, calling, what gets you out of bed in the morning, and what ultimately allows you to add value to other people. And Davin happens to be the founder of this amazing movement called Purpose Point. They happen to have an event a couple weeks ago in Detroit, and they're expanding that all over the place. And they're doing some amazing leadership work and basically helping people take that next step wherever they want to go. Davin dives into this idea of this whole purpose being sort of a fluffy conversation and how do you actually make that a tangible um, mechanism to really dive deeper into who you are as a person. And it's just an amazing conversation. He's a fantastic guy. And I would highly encourage if you don't follow him on LinkedIn or anything that Purpose Point is doing, I would highly encourage you to step up your game and follow along. So Davin, thanks for being on the show. It was a fantastic time. Hi, everybody. I am sitting here with Davin Salvano. He is the founder of Purpose Point, and I'm so excited to have him on the show. One of the things that I'm stoked to have him specifically on is because reading his bio, his his bio, what he's doing with Purpose Point, and what he's going to be a much better speaker about than I am, is everything related to purpose and passion. And that's exactly what we're trying to do with Wedge. So real quick, I, I want to read his bio because I, I just love it. So within each person is a story waiting to be written. We each have a purpose we have created. Purpose is to engage, inspire, and impact individuals and organizations and helping them to discover our own purpose, to clearly communicate and encourage them to passionately pursue it. I love that. So will you just share your background and what leads you up to get out of bed in the morning and, and just what gets you so passionate about life? 
Sure, Matt. Glad to be here. I'm, I'm absolutely stoked to be sharing Purpose and uh, what we do at Purpose Point. Yeah. And, uh, my background is a very unique background. Like many people, I, I didn't go and uh, get a four-year degree to major university and pick a, a career path. Um, I was going to be a teacher, and as I just had a passion for wanting to see the light bulb go off above people's heads and uh, see that I could have some impact on their life in some way that, you know, whether it benefited me or not, I just knew that their lives would be better because we interacted. I think a lot of that happened because when I was younger, I had teachers that were influences in, in my life. And mm. when I would see them in the public arena at a, at a grocery store or somewhere and say, oh, there's Mr. Smith, it was like the tape <laughs> came off. Yeah, a regular person, but um, each one of them impacted my life, and I wanted to have that same impact on the lives of others. Um, so, you know, as I as I went down that path, I ended up not becoming a teacher. I ended up getting caught up in corporate America. <laughs> I went down a, a whole bunch of different leadership paths. I spent seven years in marketing with uh, Costco. I spent another five years uh, with um, uh, in operations with Macy's and then another seven years in operations and human resources with CVS pharmacy. So yeah. my background was leading organizations in the area of marketing operations and human resources and about Quick on that if you're okay. So, so the, the, the track into human resources, was that on the sort of core principle of, Hey, this is a great path to be able to lead and inspire people and human resources obviously involves people. Is that, or did you like, was it a natural step into that? Or was it just one of those jobs that you have no idea where it came from? How, how did that come about? Yeah, that's a really great question. So what happened is I kept on seeing, um, operators continue to bang their head against the wall, trying to get different results by doing the same thing over and over and over again, right? Which we know is the definition of insanity. Yep. <laughs> so I thought, you know, what is it that um, could change that we could be more effective and more efficient and drive lasting, sustainable results so that we didn't have to manage to a number as an operator? We didn't have to micromanage all those different things. Um, and I actually just wrote an article about this. One of my favorite leadership heroes and it's kind of an unsung hero is Jim Sinegals is the former CEO of Costco literally just wrote an article this afternoon on that love that yeah to check that out and his um, his way of delivering results was by truly engaging people he was a brilliant operator and a brilliant merchant but but even for all his brilliance as an operator and as a merchant his ability to engage people authentically and genuinely is truly what has led to Costco's success. And so I saw that, I saw a great example of that there and said this can work anywhere if organizations truly take the time to get to know their people, find hmm. out what are their people passionate about? What are the purposes that their people have and how do we align that within the purpose of our company? And so I saw that happen. I thought, you know what, if I can get into human resources, maybe I can be the tail that wags the dog and yeah. I like great things here. So um, I went into HR yeah. and uh, thought that I can make that difference with a Fortune 8 company. Um, I <laughs> Nothing like corporate America in HR. <laughs> I mean, that's, right. you are, that is a big appetite. <laughs> Huge appetite, right? So here I am at our corporate headquarters in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, thinking that by going into HR, I can you know, change the world. And uh, I realized very quickly that that was going to be a very big uphill battle, especially <laughs> with the Fortune 8 company. Yeah, yeah. So um, not, to, not to say anything negative about any of the companies that I've worked for. They've all done great things. They've all achieved a certain amount of success and significance. 
Uh, but that was when I realized that what I really wanted to do was work with organizations, whether they were small startups or, or fortune companies that truly had this passion for their purpose of why they existed and their people. Hmm. One of the things that um, I've shared this on other podcasts, so this is not a new statement, but as every company you know begins, they identify a purpose for why they exist. They say, here's this need that we want to fill. Here's this product that we're going to make or the service we're going to provide or this concept. And they invite other people to come on that journey with them. They say, hey, we're going to do this amazing thing. Come work with us. And, and those people become employees. Yeah. And then they put processes in place to support them. And eventually they start turning a profit. So you have purpose, people, process, profit. And as a company gets bigger and older, they tend to start focusing more on <laughs> process and profit no. and start to lose touch with their people and ultimately sight of their purpose. And I realized that what I wanted to do was be a catalyst to help companies stay fixed on their purpose point, that, that this idea of purpose is something that they're always leading towards and leading through and not something that they started with that's in their rearview mirror. So that's how Purpose Point came to me. Love it. So on that note, so how do you, um, when you either are working with another company, you join another company, you know, whatever capacity it looks like, how do you personally handle good people, wrong purpose, right? Because I think there's a lot of people who have like big dreams, big appetites, like what you were talking about, but maybe they're aligning with a company or a culture that maybe doesn't have a purpose or the wrong purpose. So how do you, how do you drive that and focus on the people and some of that? That is excellent perspective. So good people, but wrong purpose. So yeah. I would say that every single one of us, every individual, every company has a purpose. My, my bio leads with that. We're all created with a purpose and every company is created with a purpose. Now, there are good purposes and there are bad purposes. There, there's entities that exist for you know wrong purposes that right. have you know, poor motives and, and even immoral ones. But by and large, I would, I genuinely believe that most organizations, um, they started because they saw an opportunity hmm. and those opportunities are birthed with purpose. So I think the challenge becomes, how do you align the right person? What's in them? What do they love to do? What are they good at? What are they passionate about? And what is it that the world needs that they have to offer? How do you look at those four elements, which are the four aspects that make purpose within an individual? And then how do you ask those same questions about yourself as an organization? What are we good at? What is it that we love to do? What is it that the world needs that we exist to do, right? How do we keep those things and how, how do you align them? So, you know, a great example, I could go back to the Costco example, for example. And that, now that's a company with a good purpose, but not, there's no one job that's better than the other. Right. You have someone that all day long, all they're doing is stacking pallets at Costco, right? I would imagine that somewhere that was the same person that as a kid was building masterful towers with blocks as a kid. Yeah. They love to build. They're good at it. They have a, a, a niche for being able to orchestrate things in a certain way, and they're able to live out their individual purpose within the confines of retail Yeah. Costco. They have found their alignment. So. I think that there's lots of good people and I think that there's a lot of great companies with purpose and where the alignment usually fails is not good person, wrong purpose. It's what attributes within this person are not being used 
and align within the purpose of this company. Does that make sense? Completely. I think you nailed it. And that's, I guess, leads into the next question I'm sort of thinking through is, um, how do you define purpose? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, give a precursor to that because I uh, am a huge believer in purpose. And I think it, what I spend a lot of time with is people of good ethics and moral. And I try to surround myself with that. And there's a lot of times people who don't have a clue what purpose is in their life. And so they're sort of desperately trying to find it. And it's not something you really just stop and think really hard about. You sort of have to live some life that leads up to that um, or try different things or experience new things. And then you start to stumble upon what you really believe in. But I guess my question there is, for an organization or for a purpose or for a person, how do you define or help them define what that person is other than it's just that one thing. And, and maybe that's it. I don't know, but I, I'd love to hear from your perspective. What, what, what is really uh, a tangible way of understanding purpose for somebody? Yeah. So, and I think I, I, I took four elements of it when I shared in the last statement. And here's the first thing I want to say before we define what purpose is. Here is what purpose is not. Purpose is not fluff. I will tell you that there's there's probably some people that have already even made have turned off this podcast by now because they're like, oh I don't want to, I don't want to listen to purpose for an hour. It's right? so funny you said that. I literally read an I read a LinkedIn post like it was either last night or this morning that basically was like Whoever tries to work for a purpose is just wasting their time. And I'm thinking, well, this is going to be an interesting conversation. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. So for those of you that are still with us, congratulations. Right? You are truly passionate about purpose uh, or you're on a long drive. And yeah, you've made it past the self-help, self-help. Fantastic. So, but purpose is not fluff. Yeah. It is foundational. I will tell you that any company that has been around for a very long time, any organization that has been around for a very long time, one thing that they have done time and time and time again is gone back and revisited their purpose and sometimes even reconstructed their purpose. Purpose can change within a company. I mean, you could take a look at you know, Apple, for example. Right? Apple's purpose has changed several times. Um, it is not the company it started as. They they, they, yeah. they completely changed. You could take Microsoft, for example. Um, you know, Bill Gates. You know, used to have this this very long definition of of purpose, um, and 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 it was to have a computer in every home. That's not a long definition of purpose. Nope. That's not even a purposeful statement. Yeah. Right. Um, but today, the new CEO of Microsoft has a new vision that really has nothing to do about computers. It has to do about creating technology that helps create an impact across the world. And, and forgive me, I don't know the exact statement that he said, but I just realized there's such a stark difference between this transactional element of having a computer in every home and a repurposed statement of being able to equip and empower people through technology or something yeah. along the line, whatever the new statement is. Going back to why you exist, you know, this is not a new concept either. Simon Sinek, everybody knows who Simon Sinek is now, but he started with the whole start with why concept. He did not invent start with why. He's brilliant. I love his work. I'm a big fan. 
but the word why was first asked by the Greeks thousands of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Asking why for a very long time. Right. The thing is, we- He was just the one brilliant enough to package it into a statement that happened to stick with people, and, he, and he's a genius. That's exactly right. Yeah. There's that same geniuses within each and every single one of us. If we stop to ask ourselves every day, why are we doing this? What is the purpose of this next hour I'm going to spend? What is the purpose of this podcast that you and I are on yeah. right now? What is the purpose of this book that I'm going to write? What is the purpose of this job that I'm going to? What is the purpose of the song that I'm going to write? What is the purpose of this technology that I'm going to make? That question is the very driving reason for why we do something and why we don't. Yeah. And when we recognize that purpose is the core reason for why we do something and why we don't, we then are able to unlock the potential within every single person that we lead when we choose to ask them what their purpose is and see how we can align that with why we exist as leaders or as an organization. Sure. Do you think, um, so uh, contrast of like a massive company, and I think you brought up a good, good example of like Microsoft of where it started and where it ended. I'm in the midst of running a startup. And do you think that it's um, the business need first people provide the passion to that need or do you think it's passion first and the business happens to be a product that follows and i don't think that there's necessarily we could probably talk for hours or days or even host conferences designed around that that topic but what do you think works better or do you have thoughts on that i guess question Jen? so that's kind of like the whole chicken and the egg right yeah. i think you have someone who is a visionary who sees a concept and they're usually very passionate about whatever it is they see. Yeah. Um, and so they see this purpose, the passion comes with that and it's able to translate into a business because they're able to articulate that well. Um, and then there's other businesses that um, you know, they started as they, they had some sort of proof of concept um, and then passion and purpose came after the fact, right? I, I mean, you can look at all sorts of different inventions that have been made that have been used in ways today that we never thought would have been used the way that they've been used. I'll go back to the technology sector again. Um, you know, I once heard that IBM started as a meat machine company. Yeah, I've heard that now, too. Yeah. Right? Now, honestly, I've never actually gone to validate that because you can believe anything you read on the internet. So even if I did go try to validate that on the internet, I don't know if those statements are true. But if yeah. it's true that IBM started as a meat machine company, it's really hard to get passionate and purposeful about a meat machine company. But right. when that technology is used to do something completely different like it was um, in the computer space, people can get passionate about that. And then there's a purpose that comes alongside that. So. I believe that you can have a business that, that purpose and uh, passion become something that come after. Sure. Uh, but more often than not, there's usually a purpose and a passion that is the starting point for every great business that is formed. Well, there's, and, and living in the midst of a startup and raising capital and going through that, it's sort of, you sort of have to, at least from my perspective, I fundamentally believe you have to have somebody who has a purpose because just the crap you have to put up with, with starting a business or running a business, whatever that is, just, there's so much that goes into not what you actually signed up for that you just have to power through. And I, I really believe that so much of that only really comes from if you have a purpose. And so, yeah, I, I, I align with that completely. Um, 
I want to give you a, a little bit of space um, to share about Purpose Point and what you guys specifically are doing. You got, I know you got a couple of big events coming up here before too long that we're stoked to be at. And I just want to, yeah, I want to give you an opportunity to sort of pitch that and give, give the audience just an opportunity to hear a little bit about that. Sure. I'd be glad to talk about that. You, um, you know, you had said something just now about the whole startup piece, right? Um, there's everybody's talking startups, everybody's talking venture capital, everybody's yeah. entrepreneur, socialpreneur, all of that stuff. I will say this. Um, if your idea for starting a business is, and this kind of goes back to the last question before I get into purpose point here. If your idea of starting a business is simply to make money, if that's your purpose, the business won't last. No, nope. right? don't do it. <laughs> it. It may have lasted 20 years ago. The currency today of the workplace is very different than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 years ago, the currency of the workplace was money. Yep. You had these great ideas on how to make money and people would get excited about that. But the currency of today's workplace and marketplace is impact. People want to know what impact are they having for the time that they're trading for. I think, I, I think maybe even today people have this um, relationship with mortality and understand that our time on this earth is so limited that every second that I spend doing something needs to translate to something of meaning. That is why you see so many people that um, don't, they, they don't have the patience anymore to, you know, read lengthy articles. That's why they want to see short snippets. You need to communicate to me very quickly yeah. what it is you do, why you do that, what's your point? Because, Time has become the ultimate, most precious commodity. So that said, don't waste your time doing something, creating something that its sole purpose is to make money. Yeah. There has to be a tangible impact. You could be successful and not be significant. Yeah. But it's impossible to be significant and not be successful. So whatever it is that you're creating has to be built on a currency of significance. Um, yeah. So I, I want to say that that's very, very important. Purpose point was started with that idea in mind. Um, so I say that to, to tee up your question. Yeah, heck of a transition. Love it. <laughs> so um, purpose point was not this concept to say, hey, I got an idea here we can make a whole bunch of money with. We can go and engage in a bunch of people through speaking engagements and events and, and be these coaches and go into companies and help them with their mission, vision, and values and provide training. Yes, we do all that, but it was never about revenue. Yeah. Our mission statement was very, very simple. It was engage, inspire, impact. That's it. Our goal is to engage people and organizations in their purpose. Our goal is to then inspire them and equip them with the training, the coaching, the resources necessary through the different coaches and speakers and certified trainers that are part of the Purpose Point Fellowship to help them achieve whatever their goals are. And then our goal is not to impact them but to help them create a greater impact in whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. We don't want to be the heroes of their story. Yeah. We want them to be the heroes of their story. We want to inspire them. We want to equip them. We want to ultimately help them become who they were created to be. So Purpose Point started with three people. Um, and today it's now 20. Um, it, it's a year old. It's a, it's a really, it has been a very amazing year. Yeah. Um, but Purpose Point started with me and two other speakers 
who were doing a bunch of keynotes on this idea of leading with purpose, of this whole idea of people, of purpose, people, process, and then performance. Um, and we realized that there was this theme there of purpose, people, process, performance. How do we help companies have this, this healthy mindset? And the biggest gap that we saw was around the generational piece. You know, everybody was complaining about millennials. I'm not a millennial. I'm a generation yeah. person. Yeah. But I had this new epiphany. I would argue that millennials got it right. I would argue that, you know, millennials saw generations before them and said, you know, I don't want to work for that. I don't want to work for that. I don't want to work for that. I want to work for something that's going to be bigger than myself. And if I can't find that, I'm going to create it. Yep. Um, and that's, that's exactly what has happened. And now what you're seeing is it's moved beyond that generation and, and everybody is on this search for doing something that's impactful. You could scroll through LinkedIn and the average person stays somewhere 18 months. It doesn't matter whether they are a generation X, a millennial, a generation Z, or even a baby boomer still in the workplace. They're job hopping left and right because they are on a search for purpose. Yeah. So, that is something that we have been very animate about communicating to people and organizations and, and not just inspiring them with that message and then walking away, but then helping them transition. There's a lot of motivational keynote speakers out there that will go into a company that a company will hire them to fire up their workforce yeah. and then they leave and then, and then what? So yeah. we, said, no, we want to continue the conversation. Let's go in and speak, but then let's also be available to coach. Right. Let's also be available to train. Let's help them through the transformation. Let's make this a transformational experience and not a transactional experience. Yeah. And so right. what we did, we get requests every single day from people who say that they're speakers or coaches or trainers and want to be a part of what we're doing. And that's flattering and we appreciate that. But what we specifically look for are people who have experience not only speaking, but also coaching and training who they don't want to do it to be in the spotlight. Right. I this new quote um, that I woke up at three o'clock in the morning with, and it was choose to be the spotlight rather than to be in the spotlight. Hmm. The thing that makes purpose point speakers special is that they are not trying to draw attention to themselves. Yeah. They are trying, trying to draw attention to the purposes of the organizations that they are serving, the people that they are coaching. Um, if you think about a spotlight, no matter how you turn it, a spotlight can't shine its light on itself. Its right. purpose is to shine light on everything else but itself. Yeah. Our unique fellowship of speakers, coaches, and trainers, they do that. Yeah. Their goal is to shine their light on everything else but themselves and help others create the impact they're looking to make. So that's been amazing. We continue to do that. We work with, uh, we've worked with a lot of companies this year. It's been a very transformational experience for us, and we're still growing and evolving and changing. Um, but again, very selective in that process because we don't want to lose our purpose. Right. We could, we could grow and have hundreds of speakers be a part of what we're doing, but um, ultimately, we don't want to sacrifice purpose. You got to stick to your core. Yeah. Exactly right. Love that. Love that. Well, I don't know if you by intention were uh, hoping to leave me fired up, but I got to say I'm walking away a little inspired, a little <laughs> motivated. So it's awesome. So we're excited. We're excited to be at the, the, the up and coming event. I know you got another one coming up in the fall too. That we'll try to make as well too. So yeah, we're yeah. fired up. So, Hey, I want to make sure, is there any, any closing thoughts or anything you want to you the audience with? 
No, you mentioned the event, so I'll just share that because I, I yeah. the question. So people are saying, what event are you talking about? So yeah, yeah. Uh, we decided back in November that um, it's great that we get to do all of these things, um, but there's a, there's this movement happening around purpose. And and really, there's two journeys. There's there's this individual journey of people searching for what their individual purpose is. Yeah. And there's this organizational journey where companies are constantly reshaping their mission, vision, values, and what their purpose is. And we said, you know what? We need to bring those two things together. So we decided to create a purpose summit where day one is about personal purpose, individual purpose, and day two is about organizational purpose. Yeah. And these two things meeting. So our first one is in Detroit. You mentioned that. It's on April 29th and 30th. Yeah, baby. 20 different speakers and breakout sessions that are going to yeah. be there. Um, and then we're planning four for 2020. So um, we're looking forward to seeing four different cities. Uh, we're yeah. hoping to cover north, south, east, and west. It's a big year. Um, yeah, it's going to be a big year. Detroit, Dallas, LA, and then possibly New York or Boston. So we'll see. But, Love it. Um, if I can leave anyone on this podcast with anything, it's this. If you're still listening to this right now, you were created specifically for a purpose. There is something that you and only you are able to do. You have a unique set of skill sets or abilities or a mindset that can help be transformational for the generation that's coming beyond you. If you're an organizational leader listening to this, your company has the ability to make an unprecedented impact if it will stay true to why it was created in the first place and not lose sight of that for the sake of process and profitability. So in uh -huh. everything that you do, whether that is individually as a perfect person or organizationally as a leader, I want to challenge you to live purposefully. I want to challenge you to keep purpose, to keep your why at the forefront of everything that you are doing. Every minute, every hour that you spend, ask yourself, what is the purpose of this minute? What is the purpose of this hour? And stay true to that. Love that. Somebody just said to me yesterday, stick to your true north. And I, I mean, that's, uh, it gives me the chills. That's so good. So Davin, thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate it. It's been fun becoming friends and getting to know you through this. And we're excited to be supporters of uh, Purpose Point going forward. So thanks a ton. My pleasure, Matt. Glad to be here.